Hey friends, welcome to the third episode of the Truth Seeker series. Today I am joined by my client, my friend, my sister from another mister, Heather Shriver Burns. She is such an incredible light. You guys are going to absolutely love her. Heather runs the brand The Garden of Favor, and she's a mama and a wife and just an amazing, amazing light in the world. She offers women mindset shifts and kingdom blueprints for going deeper in their walk with Christ. And I knew she was going to be the right gal to bring on today, us to take a deeper dive into worldly lies versus godly truth. And Heather and I really discussed how you can begin to reveal who God's calling you to be in your business and your purpose, because uh, we were both deceived when it came to just lies about money and success and the industry that we were both in is just really, really tricky and can be very deceitful. So we talk about that and we also talk about how to broaden your intimacy with Christ so you can begin to really hear him and delve into that truth. I know you guys are going to love this episode. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. As you know, your girl is not a lawyer. Thank goodness, because you guys would be in big trouble if I was a lawyer. (laughs) While I can slay on some business and we can talk about some Jesus up in here, the legal stuff has me just blacking out. And I hear you guys. You've been asking me all these questions about legal, trademark, contracts. Oh my. And I knew I had to find you guys someone that I personally trusted to help you. Now, while legal sounds super scary and expensive, it does not have to be either of those things. I have partnered with, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, the Contract Vault, your instant all-access pass to reliable contract templates that are specific to your industry. On top of the contracts, you also get access to a members-only Facebook group where Andrea Sager, the founder, teaches live every single month about legal stuff and answers your questions, and she's literally amazing. Also, with those contracts, you guys, it goes over any industry. If you're in the coaching industry, if you're in the podcasting industry, if you are doing fitness or health, it has all the contracts that you need for your industry. Seriously. I was able to download every contract that I personally needed from the vault, from one-on-one coaching to podcasting to course terms for my courses and beyond. Plus, I get Andrea's monthly in the Facebook group where I can ask her all of my questions. It's crazy. Like, legal made easy. (laughs) Woohoo! So if you need help with contracts, and I think 
All of you probably do. Let me tell you what, the contract vault will arm you with the protection that you need. Plus, it's crazy inexpensive. Like, I mean crazy inexpensive. Go to thecontractvault.com, thecontractvault.com. Use my coupon code STEFGAS, S-T-E-F-G-A-S-S, to save 20% off. You are going to love this, and you're going to love the price point even more. Thanks, Andrea, for hooking up my girls. Oh, my gosh. Heather, I'm so excited to be chatting with you today, girlfriend. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I just can't with you. Like you guys, since I've been working with Heather, she's just this incredible light and she challenges me in new ways because her faith is just rock solid. Um, She's digging super deep right now into helping women kind of go into this deeper transformation with their relationships with Christ. And it really begins with their mindset and I'm so excited that I get to be her coach and mentor through that process. But it's funny because she's even teaching me. So you're just a blessing. Well, I feel the same about you. Our connection was all God. All God. I needed you in my life. So I'm so, yeah, I'm so grateful for you as well. I agree. God's so good. So start us off, Heather. I want to hear your story because what we're talking about this month is called the Truth Seeker Series, as you know. And I'm walking the girls through kind of opening our eyes for the very first time into identifying worldly truth in our lives and businesses. And then, oh no, I feel like I'm being, you know, smothered and smashed and the world is crumbling around me and I'm stuck in fear into, hey, wait, no, we don't have to sit in that fearful space because God's got us and moving and transitioning into God's God's way for our businesses and our lives. So I think let's start with your story and then we'll kind of just navigate through what that looked like for you. Yes. Yes. So much. So I grew up in a home that really, I got to see a workaholic. I I saw that and, and nothing. I mean, I I love, my parents are amazing. They love the Lord. They're so good, but I, I saw that modeled behavior. And so I think getting into every profession I did, I saw this work, this hustle, you have to work harder and morning till night, that kind of a thing. And so I really didn't know any different. Um, but I, even, even prior to becoming an entrepreneur, I still had this pattern of, I felt like I had to work for something I had, and I had to work harder for something. And lazy was, you know, the, the, you don't want to be lazy. Right. Um, and so through my career professionally, I was a teacher and then I got into the corporate world was a, you know, corporate exec and did a bunch of things in sales there. And I, I had the hustle mentality you, you, to make more, you got to work harder, right? That's mm-hmm. just what you do. And then I became an entrepreneur once I became a mom and really was craving a, a flexible career. Didn't want to give up my career, uh, but I knew I needed flexibility. And so I took that same hustle mentality into the entrepreneur space. And as you know, when you are your own boss and nobody's telling you what to do and you're creating your own goals and your own things, it, 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 for me, spiraled out of control. And for me, it was, I had this long list of, of these things that I was willing to sacrifice. Cause you know, I thought, well, in order to get here, I have to, I have to do this and I have to give up that and I have to give up that and all of these things. But what God has showed me over time that there are also things that, you know, yes, you will have to sacrifice some things, but there are also some things that are sacred. And in order to experience God's favor and his blessings, you don't have to, to, to hustle harder for it. God's looking for our heart 
not our hustle. And yes, there's work in doing his will. And yes, we have to do our things to, to, to our best ability. But from what the world really speaks to us and, and really convince, tries to convince us is that, you know, we were talking about this the other day that the devil's always whispering, you can have more, right? You can have more. And where God finally, once I finally was able to drown out the noise of that whisper. And I heard this other voice saying, you can have more. And it sounded different, but I couldn't really distinguish like, what is the difference here? Well, I've, I've heard that before I can have more, mm-hmm. but it was, it was the Holy spirit was speaking to my heart saying, you can have more of what I have for you. And it will be even better than what you have experienced from what you thought. Right. Yeah. I, I know I felt those same two whispers, but what's funny is I don't think that we realized the whispers were the world's way at first. Like Right. When you were in network marketing and you had this huge successful business, similar to me, like our stories are really similar. Mm -hmm. What did that feel like? Because don't you feel like it's so tricky? Mm -hmm. It was a rat race. Yeah. Talk to me about that. It was a rat race. I felt like I could never get ahead. And even though I was experiencing favor and I was, again, the cars, the trips, the money, the title, the quote unquote popularity, all the things, the stages, like I I got all that. And as I achieved those things, worldly success, I was more miserable and I was sobbing and crying. Like there has to be more, like there has Mm -hmm. to be more to my life. There has to be more to my purpose while I, you know, yeah, I can like these products or I can stand for this company and all those things. I still felt unfulfilled. Right. And again, I think, you know, so much in business, we can get, we can think what we're chasing after is success of the world. And it's that success that we can get. So, and yeah, it, it is, it's sexy. It's, it is what we think we want. And it is that, like you said, it's hard to distinguish between the two, because in all honesty, I was giving God the glory. I was saying, God, you are so good. Thank you, Jesus, for, you know, blessing us and all the things I was giving mm. honor. And so it wasn't as if I didn't recognize where my gifts were coming from. But at the end of the day, I was chasing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, do you feel like when we were having these crazy months in network marketing, I struggle with that because I'm like, what was all of that direct? I know it's directly from God, but there was also this piece for me that I feel like, is this actually a piece from the enemy? Because it was such a distractor of, Mm. of me, like pulling me more into Stephanie. There's another rank. Oh, but look more money, like almost like a carrot that the enemy was using me to pull me away from God. And I don't know, like, (laughs) that's good. That's good. So yeah. And I, I kind of, a. I had an aha moment. Like I I refer to often as standing on top of the mountain. Like I was standing on top of the mountain. I literally had a checklist of everything that I felt most women in, in, in network marketing were chasing after. And I had this overwhelming sense of guilt. One thinking you would never want to do what I did to get here. You Mm -hmm. would never like the mom guilt, the wife guilt, the friend guilt, all the guilt that I had for, yeah, it worked. And I got there. And I love that you say that because it's almost like that carrot dangling because, you know, I think a lot, especially in the network marketing space, we talk about financial freedom and I was going after that. I wanted that. I wanted that freedom. And I literally had this epiphany not that long ago because I still am around a lot of women who are in network marketing. It's a lot of the women I coach, you know, I listen to, and I, I love it because it, I think it gets, it tips our, it dips our toe into the entrepreneurial space. Right. Um, but what I realized that 
every month, even making multi, I mean, making salaries, like I made more in one, in one, one month than I made in my teaching year. And I, I remember feeling like, wow, this is so amazing. And I would thank God, but in the same breath of thanking God and saying, you are so good. Are you going to do it again? Mm-hmm. I had this fear. And actually as much as like the, you can have more and you can continue this. If you keep doing this, you could have more and you can have, you can continue to have these things. I never had freedom like that, that, that term financial freedom. I actually felt more ang- I had more to lose. So I was more anxious and then I was working harder because I didn't want to give that up. And so, yeah, I love that you say that perhaps those months, you know, I always say, God, God gave me exactly what I wanted because he's so good but he showed me what I wanted isn't what he wanted for me and that what he has for me is so much better than what I wanted for myself. I'm with you there. It's so funny that you say it was like, yes, glory to God, but are you going to do it again? And I think that's exactly the difference. If you were to look at where I'm operating from today, like the space that I'm operating from, in network marketing, like my best month ever was like $18,000 a month. And it was so exciting. And I remember I was a Christian, you know, put the little checkbox there, but I didn't have true relationship with God at that time. And I, I was like, Oh, this is so awesome. And we were in Vegas and my friends were like, Oh, dinner's on you. Like you had this crazy month. And immediately that a fear crept in of like, Oh no, I can't pay for people's dinner because I don't, I, you know, there's this lack mindset of like, no, this could, this could all be gone. And I have to do it again. I have to work just this hard again to make sure. And it was like this, this big moment for me of seeing like, there's never going to be a dollar amount that I feel stable at. That was five years ago today. You know, I've made so much more than those months and I'm going awesome. Like whatever flows in next month, if it's a dollar, I am so excited about that dollar bill because it's going to be multiplied in Jesus name. And he's going to give me everything I need. And he's going to help me learn how to grow cherry tomatoes if I need to do that and homestead because your girl kills every plant on the planet earth. But like, yes, I'm coming from a different headspace of about money and I'm coming and it's weird because now I'm making more money but there's no lack mindset. There's nothing, mm-hmm. there's, there's not this feeling of more and need and all of that. And I just want to know, like, when did that mindset shift happen for you? Yeah. And you know, what's interesting Steph? because you're in a different position. And I think this is just part, uh, is a, it, it's a really important part of my testimony. And the pride side of me is like, don't tell, don't tell them this. Right. But the other side of me of who got, who I'm really learning, who God is, I have to share this is that my biggest month in network marketing was like over $40,000 and I'm not making any ways near that today. Right. Right. However, I am so much more joyful, more peaceful, more in alignment with who, who, what I'm doing and, and how I'm serving. And even though I'm not making that money that I felt like gave me anxiety to make that kind of money, I'm making a lot less than that today. Uh, However, I still feel, I feel so much better. And again, I think what we're getting to the root of is that money is not, is not all, that's not what we're chasing after. And while we can be entrepreneurs and that's, that's what we maybe tend to think and we can set goals and God wants to bless us because we can do amazing things with money. Uh, But joy, joy is what we really should be seeking after. And the only way we're going to find joy is in Jesus. 
Yeah. Matthew 6, 21 says for where your heart is there, your, where your treasure is there, your heart will also be. Mm-hmm. And that is so true, right? Cause when our heart was in money and rank and recognition, that's where our treasure was. So that's where our heart was, right? Heather, it wasn't with our kids. It wasn't with our spouses. It wasn't showing up for Christ. It wasn't even for ourselves. We were, I, I know I was, I was like this slave to the idol of money, success, recognition. And once that was broken and now my treasures in, in Christ, that's where my heart is. Every other aspect of my life is like surreal. I literally feel like it's surreal including finances and favor and provision. And so I can say that, but the girls listening are going easy for you to say, I can't pay the bills. I'm not making any money in this business. What say you Heather about that? Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. So, Oh, the hardest question God asked me. So in 2018, I'll share a little bit of my story. In 2018, I lost my eight-figure network marketing business. The thing that brought my husband home, that got us our dream car, that, you know, allowed us to literally live life, whatever, the way we wanted to. And uh, I lost that business about 27 weeks pregnant with my third child. And at Mm. the time, I was the only one working. And so, you know, for those of you who think, oh my gosh, either I'm not paying the bills or I don't know where where the money's going to come from next next week or next month, I've been there. And so while I, again, that mentality of hustle and the workaholic was rearing its ugly head to say, you have to, you have to hustle your way back. You have to get your way back. And then the pride side of me was like, well, I'm going to show these people I can do this again, you know? And so I started building another network marketing business and built that. Uh, But all that to say last, uh, last summer in 2019, the Lord asked me to lay it down and I'm like, huh? He asked me to rest, first of all. And I literally, like, it was not in my vocabulary. I didn't understand what rest was. And so I would do it for a day thinking that, okay, I did what you said, you know, and he kept whispering, no, I want you to rest. I'm like, I did. Okay, I'll do it for a weekend. I'll start really taking my Sabbath seriously, right? Or then, and then it became a week. And then I was sitting uh, out on the balcony on vacation last summer before my kids got off spending quiet time with the Lord. And I heard him again say, "I I want you to rest. And it hit me that rest was surrendering to him and to doing it his way. And while I was juggling at the time, another network marketing business and two other businesses, a boutique and a little bit of my coaching as well, he asked me to lay it all down. And that was like, wait, what do you mean? I don't, how am I going to lay that down when this is paying the bills, right? Get off social media, stop trying to hustle. I want to show you that I'm your provider and that I grew up thinking I never want a man to I don't ever have to want to have to ask permission from a husband or a man to, to get something. And so I made that agreement with myself. I will never right. ask a man for permission. And God humbled me and said, well, no, I don't need you to ask a man for permission, but I need you to, I need you to be working with me. Like I am your provider. You're yeah. not your provider. And I had yes. this misconception of that. I was my provider. And so for those of you who are just feeling that it's not enough, the hardest question God asked me, Oh, it gives me chills thinking about it. He asked me on a walk, I know exactly where I was and the words, am I enough? And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Well, of course you're enough. And he's like, no, 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 no. Am I enough? Not the big business, the big platform, 
the nice car, the whatever. Literally, if you strip away every single thing in your life, Heather, am I enough for you? And that was a hard question for him to ask me. And it was even harder for me to respond back and say, no, God, I'm living my life that you're not enough. And so that's been my journey the last really year of praying, God, I, I want you to be my every, I want you to be my all, you to be enough. Even if it doesn't look like enough in this world, I know that you're enough. And that is a daily, a daily surrender, a daily acknowledgement, a daily, you know, thing that in my mind, I have to really ask myself, is God enough? And I, I can honestly say now, if he were to ask me that question, I would say, yes, yes, Lord, you are enough. Everything else is a bonus. Yep. Oh, that is so beautiful. Am I enough for you? So you guys, as you're, as you're listening to this right now, I want you to turn it inward for a minute and I want you to just pray and think about God, what have I been putting before you in front of you? Have I been chasing worldly idols like money or success or the next rank or getting this business off the ground so ferociously that I have forgotten that it is all from you. And it's hard because the world will show us that hustle is good by giving us $40,000 months at the expense though of everything else. And I think Heather, there are, at least for me, there was huge warning signs that what I was receiving wasn't specifically God's favor for me. It was worldly favor. I believe because of the way that my life was starting to crumble, like the anxiety attacks, putting my kids first, all the guilt, all these things were happening that shouldn't have been happening if all if God was blessing my journey. If he was saying, yes, Stephanie, go farther, go harder in this business. And I'm, we're not just saying network marketing. This can happen in any industry. But if, if that had been God's way, like right now, God's asking me to do the work I'm doing, everything's in place. Everything's in place. My husband and I are closer than ever. There's no mom guilt. It feels so good. I wake up. Nothing feels like work. This feels like the best moment of my life, like chatting with Heather. This is my job. What? But back then, there were these warning signs. Did you experience that for those girls thinking about like, well, how do I know if I'm chasing after worldly goals and success and I'm being tricked or deceived because sometimes we don't know what are those like signs maybe that you experience and that they can be looking out for. Yeah. Now that you're asking me that I'm thinking back, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, I miss, I missed them. And he certainly was. So it's really, it's super simple guys. It's super simple. Are you stressed out? Are you, are you stressing more than you're grateful for what you do have? Are you chasing after the next thing because what you have is not enough? Or because we know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there is peace. And so today it's like where you, you're, you're literally stuff, you're flowing in God's plans for your life. And so it feels good. I'm flowing in what God has for me. And while that, you know, that can look different for all of us, but we should have peace about where we are because his yoke is easy. His burden is light. And if we're constantly stressed, if we have anxiety, like you was talking about anxiety and panic attacks, I actually, my body responded to the stress that I was under end up getting an autoimmune disease. And I thought it was dying from cancer. Um, you know, and I was, my body was responding really, really negatively to the amount of stress that I had. And God would never call us to do something that would stress us 
out. And yeah. so if we, if we feel stress and anxiety and panic and lack and, and that scarcity, you know, oh gosh, this is just, or it's going to go away and all of those things, then that's not of God. Those are warning signs that you, and perhaps you're not necessarily, I don't want to discourage anyone to think, oh, you're doing everything wrong. But I always think about an airplane, right? When our hearts are one degree off, just like an airplane, if it's one degree off, you will literally end up in the wrong place. And when our hearts are simply one degree off, we won't end up in the place that God wants to take us. And so peace and stress, they're super simple. I mean, that's it. And I think about that. Gosh, I didn't have peace at all. Yep. Oh, I love that 1% analogy, that visualization of like, is my heart right? And for me, I'm constantly in prayer, Heather, and like constantly discerning, like while I'm in the flow, it does not mean that my path is extraordinarily clear. And there are choices that happen every day, you guys, where I'm like, Lord, reveal to me if this is the truth, right? Reveal to me if this is the way, like I'm yours. So you need to move me. I'm not sure about this choice. And the funny thing is every time I get quiet, I pray, I get off social every weekend. You guys know, I will say that till the cows come home until you guys listen to me about how transformational that is. And then I get in scripture, I hear an answer I, every time. And I know Heather, you've had the same experiences because the next question I know that's coming up is, oh, wow, I do feel like something's out of alignment, or I do feel like I'm not trusting God's plan for my life. And I'm afraid to either leave the job or leave the network marketing thing. that's not fueling me anymore. What do I do? And Heather, this is where you shine so beautifully. What do they do when, you know, at that moment of like, okay, I'm here for it. I'm ready to walk with God. I'm ready to do business with God as the head of every choice with God providing me the favor and money, like, but how? Yeah, that's so good because what you were talking, I just think of we, and again, a lot of us, especially whether you have known the Lord your whole life or, 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 or not, not forever, like just a short amount of time, right? We can sometimes hear these what start to sound like cliches. Like we know that he's our daily bread. He's our living water, right? But, but literally there's a reason why God's word says that he's our daily bread because like you said, Steph, you still have to, and I still have to, even though we need, we need his direction every single day, sometimes every hour, you know, when we're making these big decisions or, or whether it's family, business, whatever, we should always be, we should always be seeking the heart of the father so that we understand what he wants for us. And I'm always asking search me, you know, like, and it goes back to super simple what you're saying. Okay. For those of you who are ready, you you're like, Oh man, this is speaking to me. I feel like I've gotten these signs that I'm not doing business and life God's way. It's real simple. And unfortunately, I think we all really overcomplicate it. It is carving out intentional time, quiet time to read God's word and to pray and so, and praying is two, two way street, right? So praying is yes, talking to God. But the other part of that, that I never grasped until later on in life is that it's also hearing God's voice and reading God's word. I don't know about you, Steph, but for me, for most of my life, I was really discouraged and frustrated. Even growing up in a Christian home, I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. That was our thing. Like we were always in church. I could, you know, I knew all the books of the Bible, but when I would sit down to actually read it, I was really confused. 
really confused and discouraged and like, gosh, am I supposed to learn from this? Shouldn't this be easier? And if any of you are at that place, right now, now that I've told you the, the trick, really it's, there's no trick. It's, it's intimacy with, with the Lord. He wants nothing more from you than a relationship. It's not a checklist. It's a, it's, you know, that's where we get religion confused with relationship and God wants mm-hmm. nothing more than an intimate relationship with you. And I love the verses, Daniel 2, 22 and Jeremiah 30 through three. And they both basically say the same thing. Come to me and I will tell you secret things that you do not know. Mm. And so you're sitting there thinking, I just don't, I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know what you have for me. I, a lot of, I think we both work with a lot of women who are seeking after their calling and their purpose. And I've been there, right? That's actually the week that God asked me, well, am I enough? If I don't give you your calling, if I don't give you your purpose, am I enough? Yeah. Took a lot of getting quiet to hear his still small voice. We're told that over and over that we hear he has a still small voice, but yet we're so we're so bombarded with loud noises, whether it's social media or you know what other people in our lives what we're listening to. But it's real simple. We have to get quiet and spend intentional time with the Lord. I always equate it to dating. You know, if you're married or you're in a relationship you crave time with that person, especially in the beginning, because you can't wait to learn more about them. You can't wait to tell them more about who you are and, and discover your, your connection in that covenant. Like really you're great wanting to create a covenant with this person, right? You want to get married. That's the end goal. Um, God is really no different. And when we spend time with him and get quiet with him, that's when he starts to reveal to us, the path that he has for us. And I often refer to those as, you know, blueprints for our lives, specifically for your life. He has specific plans for you. We all were created on purpose for a purpose, but we're not going to get that by what the world tells us. And so if we're pinning lots of really fun, sexy quotes from Pinterest and, you know, really trying to figure out what the world's ways are to find success, we're missing it. We're missing out on God's perfect design for each of us because we're not willing to get quiet. Cause it, let's be honest. It's like, sometimes it's uncomfortable to get quiet. It's um, and it can be, like I said, trying to read God's word can sometimes be discouraging because you don't understand like what you're reading from it. But I know for me, it took a mindset shift. It took, it took intentional time and not the, what I refer to as the $5 fill up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was living off the $5 fill up. You know, I was loving Jesus calling or I was loving the U version Bible app for my five minute fill up yep. and it wasn't sustaining me throughout the day. And so now my quiet time looks a whole heck of a lot different because it's, it's, a, it's long. It's, it's a lot longer than five minutes. And so just like any other relationship, if you want to get to know someone better, you've got to spend more time with him. All of that. Such pure gold. Seriously. Like I love that plan. And I love the analogy of dating. And then like when you're new with somebody like, Mm, my new man, he's so fierce. He's so fun. I want to just talk to him on the phone all day long. We're going to dinner. I'm just staring at him. And now, you know, I'm like staring at him like he needs to brush his teeth. Lord Jesus, you know, like we've been married for eight years, but here's the thing. I love him more deeply today. It's actually our anniversary today, which is so crazy, but I love him more today than I did when I saw him 10 years ago for the very, I saw him Heather. And I was like, I'm going to marry that guy. I I am to my friend in her cubicle. And I was like, I'm going to marry him, whoever that is. She's all, that's our auditor. And I was like, well, I don't care. I'm going to marry him. And look, thank you, God. It happened. 
But my point of that story is to paint you guys the visual of you've got to grab onto something that you want with both of your hands with white knuckle ferocity and dig in because what you focus on grows. And so what are you focusing on, right? If you want to make that man yours, you better grab him with white knuckle ferocity, dig into the word, get yourself out of the way. That's what I just heard Heather say so beautifully with so many great examples of how she did it, but she had to get herself, her ego, our plans for our lives, all the big vision, normalizing. The world loves to normalize noise. They are normalizing Instagram 24 seven. They are normalizing so much noise in your brain on purpose. Why? Because it's a fallen world and the enemy wants to keep you too busy to hear from Christ. Yeah. And I, you know, are you going to be here? What's your choice? You get to pick. Here's our tough love, right? Heather, here we go. It's like you get to choose and we can't be the ones to make you guys make that choice to let go of the worldly ways. Why are you still clutching to the noise, to the busy, to the not enough. If you can just be freed from that, what do you have to say on that? Yeah. And when you were talking, first of all, we are like soul sisters. I'm, this is crazy. I also said, uh, I'm going to stay here and hang out with my future husband for a little ah! bit longer. <laughs> like first week we met and yes. yeah. So we're, we're pretty bold, huh? When mm -hmm. we, when we know, we know, we know it's our men, but I, when you were talking, I thought, yeah, you know what? Love is messy. And I think sometimes when we, we have this, everything should be super easy. And, and yes, I mean, there is that whole, his yoke is easy, his burden is light, but, but the journey in your relationship physically here on earth with your husband, I'm sure you've been just like my husband and I, we've been through ups and downs, right? We've, we've gone through things together. We've grown together, right? We don't just go through it. We grow, grow through it. That's the same journey with the Lord. Like you're going to go through things on earth because we live in a fallen world, right? And the world is trying to tell us and trying to distract us and, and, and feed us the lies that you're going to be satisfied once you get this and then you get it or you chase it forever. And you're like, Oh man, love is messy. And I think that our relationship with the Lord might be a little messy. It's not because of him. It's because of the things he wants to work out of us to, to help us to see life his way, to help us to do life his way, to do business, his way, to do marriage, his way, to do mothering, his way, all the things that we, the, the hats that we wear, there's a way to do it, um, God's way. And it's, it's so much better. But if you don't intentionally drown out the noise, like Steph takes off social, uh, I do the same thing. And I learned that the hard way. Cause I thought, well, you know, I didn't take a Sabbath. I can't even tell you. I have a whole story about how many Sabbaths I owe God. And I, I literally <laughs> mapped it out one time. Like, Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I owe him a lot of, of rest. But the reason that he wants us to rest, I always think of Psalm 23. God walked me through a long study of that. Um, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures, but it's to restore us. Mm. And even in that noise that the world is constantly bombarding us with really lies, no matter how you slice it. It's just, it's lies from the enemy to make you think something different. But in order for you to hear God's voice, you got to lay down. You have to rest. You have to be able to hear his voice so that then he can restore you. Cause let's be honest, every single one of us as, as daughters of the King have a purpose. And our part of our purpose is to 
pour into other people. But if we're pouring from that empty cup, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to have anything to pour out. And that's part of resting and getting quiet and spending intentional time with the Lord every single day so that your cup overflows. And I've been saying this mantra uh, the last month or so, head to toe overflow. And so I really would love to pray that over this community, head to toe overflow that the Holy Spirit wants to fill us up from head to toe so that the, we can overflow into the communities and to the business and our families that we're not empty. We're not coming up empty and stressed out, but that we have an abundance of, of what God has for us and the, the fruit of the spirit to literally pour out to other people. Oh, so good. So amazing. Wow. If you had to say one last thing to these women, Heather, about seeking deeper truth over their purpose, their calling, what God's trying to show them and work through them right now, like one final piece of advice that they can just run with. What do you think that would be? Mm. Oh man, so good. Uh, The only place you're going to find satisfaction is, is in Jesus and Jesus alone. When we talked about the financial freedom, the only place you're going to find true freedom and true success and true fulfillment, you know, you can put the, whatever word you want to put in that blank that you're really seeking after it's in him. It's in Jesus Christ and him alone. And until he is enough for you, you're, you're going to experience that, that stress and that the, the, the not, not flowing and not feeling like you are in flow with your purpose and your calling. And so I know this is, it's again, we, we overcomplicate it, but it's really simple. Create intentional time to spend with your father. He loves you so much. He wants nothing more than for you to curl up in his lap and spend some time with him so that he can tell you all the things that he has for you and that he wants for you over what the world has to say. And I promise you, it is a million times better than what you have been programmed to think or that you think, oh, you've, you've, you know, you've thought over time. And so really, it's just really simple. Read your Bible, pray, and, and, and be get quiet enough so that you can hear his voice amongst the noise that we are all really bombarded with. I double down on all of that advice. It reminds me of Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you, not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future, which makes me think of the final tip, which is trust. Like as you begin to hear and you feel the tug and you start taking the steps, like Heather heard, lay it down. Excuse me, Lord, did you just say lay down my crazy successful businesses and be quiet? And he actually instructed her also to get off of Instagram completely, which she obediently did. Are you going to trust what you receive when you do open that door? Because when you do trust it, it's not going to be comfortable. It's not gonna be easy. But when you do it and you lean into it, God's plans are bigger than yours. And I can vouch for that and Heather can vouch for that. And we are just coming here to encourage you guys today to trust and to feel into what God's plans are for you and then to just act in obedience when it doesn't make sense, when the money isn't there yet, when you don't know if you're qualified, when Bobby Joe, the next door neighbor is making fun of you, okay? Like 
keep walking because that's when you're going to find that ultimate space of peace in your life, that place of enough, that place of fulfillment. So Heather, thank you for being here. I'm grateful for you, sister. I love you. I um, love you. And yeah, I'm all over here. Yes. And amening yes. everything you're saying. Yes, 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 yes. Don't make our, don't make those mistakes that we made and do it the hard way. Yeah, seriously, you guys. It's so funny because they look at me, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, easier for you to stay, stay staff and you're doing so great. I'm like, ladies, I had eight years of hot mess express all the way up, all the way down, all the way up, all the way down, you know, selling things to make enough money to pay the bills. Like if I would have just partnered with God in my business eight years ago and let go of self and ego you know, but I didn't know. I didn't have a podcast like this that I was listening to. I didn't have someone showing me that there was an easier way. So if we can do anything, I hope that it's bring to you guys that um, curiosity to start exploring and challenging what we say. You don't have to believe us. Just try it. Just start praying. Just start getting deeper in your relationship with Christ and see what doors open and then come back and get in our DMs and let us know. Heather, where does everybody come and find you now that they've met you? And I'm sure they're in love as much as I'm in love with you. And they were there like, where do I get me some more Heather? Yes. Well, like you said, God asked me to get off Insta. So I do have a, I do have a handle there, but for now I'm off there, but it's garden of favor over there. And then Facebook is really where you can connect with me. And that's where I do all my stuff on Facebook. I have a, a community. It's called garden of favor. Um, mindset strategy and kingdom blueprints for Christian female entrepreneurs. And Woo! you will be able to connect with me on my own podcast, Garden of Favor. Thanks to you, Steph. I am super pumped about that and all that God is doing. So, um, and then my email, coach Heather Shriver Burns at gmail.com. Amazing. All right, love. We'll see you guys next time. And thanks for joining us. If you like Mama Salt, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me. Because together, we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life. Because, sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.